0: This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. Let's go to Rick in Burlington, New Jersey. Hello, Rick. Welcome. I have a question regarding marijuana use. Okay. Now, if a few of my friends are like, well, I can just, you know, smoke on very little occasions, like once in a while and, you know, stop for like a week or something like that. Now, would you Mm -hmm. consider that?
1: more sin if you, you have control and mhm yeah um, you don't
0: overuse so why don't i begin with what the church has to say on the topic i'll give you a couple of paragraphs from the catechism and we can start there so in 2291 the church says the use of drugs inflicts very grave damage on human health and life their use except on strictly therapeutic grounds that would be like medical marijuana when it's legitimate is a grave offense. Let me repeat that. Their use, drugs, except on strictly therapeutic grounds, is a grave offense. Clandestine production of and trafficking in drugs are scandalous practices. They constitute direct cooperation and evil, since they encourage people to practices gravely contrary to the moral law. So that's paragraph 2291. And then in paragraph 2211, it says, the political community has a duty to honor the family, to assist it, and to ensure especially, and it goes through a series of freedoms that the community is supposed to protect. And after we go through the first four or five freedoms, then it gets to the protection of security and health, especially with respect to dangers like drugs, pornography, alcoholism, etc. So with regard to using... Let's just say an illicit drug, an illegal drug, and it depends on which state you're in, obviously. I'm not sure. Let's say you're in New Jersey. I don't know if marijuana is legal in New Jersey. It is. Okay. So the illicit portion of it is removed because if it's now no longer a crime to possess or to use marijuana, that at least eliminates that part of the, the equation. But I think there's, there are two things to consider among others. One is the harm that it can do to your body And based upon some of the studies and statistics that have been brought to my attention, some medical, some scientific, some moral, some from coming at it from various perspectives, there's a great danger to your health, even if it's casual use. And one reason, as I understand it, Rick, is because the marijuana of old, so when I was in high school, a lot of kids smoked marijuana uh, in the public high school that I graduated from. And as I understand it, it was much weaker and much less addictive than, even as addictive as it was. I never smoked it myself, so I don't have firsthand experience, but I knew a ton of people who did. And so by all accounts, what is out there on the streets now is far more powerful, far more addictive, and therefore dangerous to your bodily health. So you'd have to ask the question, if you knowingly are taking something that is damaging to your health, is that a sin? I think it would be under the fifth commandment, thou shalt not kill, because that includes intentionally doing damage to your health. Now, the second thing I would propose for consideration would be what the catechism alludes to here, and that is the the subtext to marijuana, not to mention cocaine and meth and all the other drugs that are out there, Some, most of them illegal, but there's a whole world of trafficking and production and in crime and killing and things that underpin the marijuana or the, the cocaine or the meth or whatever the drug of choice is, that when you take the drug, and this is what paragraph 2291 is talking about, you're actually participating or cooperating in that evil. Even if you don't really think about it, you're participating in something that is very evil. So for that reason, too, it seems to me that to intentionally make use of a drug that's harmful to your body can be very addictive, and this is not for a therapeutic or medical reason, and knowing that even though you don't see the narco people and you don't see the the mules and the drug runners and the the people who are breaking laws and killing and mayhem and things like that in the world of narcoism, that's where all of this comes from. Yeah, there are people who grow pot in their homes and basements and things like that. That's true. But the vast majority of this stuff is coming from that world of narco trafficking. And so that would be the other thing I would propose is to remember that when you, you know, when you take a puff, when you buy the bag and you are participating in it, In some way or another, there's a connection to that world of narco-trafficking, which I would say we should, as Christians, stay far away from. Again, I can't speak from personal experience, for whatever that's worth, but I think if you were to read Jesse Romero's little book, What's Wrong With Marijuana, that at the very least it'll give you even more information to ponder as you're thinking about this. You're a lifesaver, Patrick. Thank you. You're welcome, Rick. I think I don't know if that's true, but thank you. Appreciate the compliment. I just don't... Here's my thing. I'll put all my cards on the table. This is just me. I don't see the allure. I don't get it. I just don't see the attraction to it. Now, you know, some people swear by it. They love it. They want that and more. I just don't... I don't get it. Uh, let's go to Todd now in Madison, Wisconsin. Good morning, Todd. Hey, uh, um, as to your uh, question, what uh, was the or what is the allure for uh, for marijuana? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's always been that uh, for the most part it was illegal. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, But even where it's not, it's still just kind of seen as the uh, social drug of rebellion. Mm. That's an interesting angle there. Um, Can you expand on that? I mean, not to try to put you on the spot, but did you ever did you ever toke? Did you ever use marijuana? I did once like back in uh I was maybe I was maybe a freshman or sophomore in uh, in college and uh it didn't do anything for me but uh um it's just one of those things that's just dumb. Well, I think so. I really do think it's dumb to to use marijuana and other drugs, but it's weird because it seems to me Todd that more and more people nowadays are swinging in the other direction and they just feel like there's no, there's nothing wrong with this. This is just a recreational drug. It's like having a glass of wine. It's no different. I hear that argument raised all the time. Um, yeah, especially the CBD stuff it's it's all over even even up in the Northwoods of Wisconsin here. It's it's sad mm-hmm. to see the billboards, you know, all over. Thank you. Appreciate that. Just a thought on that. I remember one time when I was uh playing in a band. So this would have been late 70s. I think it was probably about 79. And Nancy and I had, I forget if we had started going out or we were kind of sort of sizing each other up to see if we were going to go out, but it was right around that time. And uh, this band I was in, we played at a party in town somewhere. And I have a distinct memory of, we took a break to go outside and everybody lit up a joint, not me. But there we were kind of standing in this circle and there was a really pretty girl to my left, blonde, long blonde hair, pretty girl, and four or five other people standing around in this circle. And they lit up a, a, um, a joint and they started passing it around. So if I'm standing at six o'clock on the clock, the girl is standing to my eight o'clock. The joint probably starts at about three o'clock. And they're passing the joint, you know, take a hit, pass the joint, take a hit, pass the joint, take a hit. They pass it to the girl. She takes a big hit. And then with a smile on her face, wide eyes, she looks at me, hands me the joint, and I declined it. I said, no, thanks. I don't want any. And I'll never forget. It was one of these iconic moments. I've never forgotten it. The look on her face was one of, (sighs) what an idiot thinking about me. Like, like, uh, what a what a loser. What a, what a doofus. He's not going to have, a, he's not going to take a puff on this. So she like reaches past me and hands it to the person on the right side of me. And I remember thinking at the time, I just don't want to do this. I did want to look good in the eyes of this girl, whoever she was, never saw her again. Didn't know who she was at the time. She just happened to be standing there. But I remember feeling a pang of negative peer pressure. Like, I don't want to be the doofus in this group. I don't want to be that guy who doesn't go along with the fun and, and smoke the joint and all that. And, and she sort of symbolized her, you know, her prettiness and all that sort of symbolized to me societal disapproval of somebody like me who said no. Not because Nancy Reagan said to but she did. But I just thought, I don't want to, I've never had it before. I don't want to start now. I'm certainly not going to start for her, whoever she is. And so I had to experience that, you know, brief moment of unpleasantness where it was clear that I was ridiculous in her eyes because I wouldn't have a puff. Now, I wonder if anyone else noticed that. And I've often wondered, too, if maybe Part of her grimace of disapproval might have been because in her own conscience, she thought, well, he's not taking it. Maybe I shouldn't take it either. I don't know. That's just pure projection. Maybe she thought it, maybe she didn't. But it was probably the single moment. Now, there was one other time. I was, I was playing music with a, a group of guys, who, not my band, but just some other guys who wanted a bass player to come in and, and jam with them for a while. So they broke out the pot and they're passing it around and at, th- at this point and this was earlier before this party I just mentioned to you, this is where I did feel like a doofus cuz I gave I just gave a dumb excuse so the guy hands me a joint and they're all they're all puffing and they're expecting me to do the same thing and I declined it because I said no I've got to go to the dentist and the dentist can can tell if I've been smoking pot and I don't want the dentist to tell my parents total lie complete lie but it's the only thing I could think of because I was thinking, well, how do I get out of this gracefully? And you know what? Those guys looked at me like, what a doofus. Yeah, he's a good bass player, but he doesn't smoke pot. So, And then I think I changed my ways after that. I just told the girl, I don't want it.
1: No, thank you. I've seen it completely ruin someone's life. One of my best friends growing up, he started doing it in high school. And I want I wanted to know part of it because I, I grew mm. up in bad circles. And I just wanted out. I, so Mm. I saw what drugs and alcohol did to people and I want to know part of it. And so when my friend started doing it, we, we kind of separated ways and he, he wanted to be a lawyer more than anything in his whole life. And so he, he went through college and he, he, he was a perpetual smoker. So he'd wake up in the morning and smoke. He'd smoke Mm. all day. He'd smoke before he'd go to bed. It was a constant, it's how he got normal. It wasn't even to get so I mean, he was always in a cloud of pot. always in it. And he ended up developing an anxiety that I did not see him have when he was younger. And it, he, on his first day of law school, he ended up having a panic attack and he dropped out. Oh. And uh, his life has gone a completely different direction. But the one thing he refused, even to this day, uh, he refuses to acknowledge that his addiction to weed has hindered him instead of helped him. You know, that's a good point. I've heard that story many times
0: about how when people get sort of sidetracked into pot, that for some of them, they just never really climb out of it. And then they wind up kind of the proverbial 35-year-old in the basement playing video games all day because he just doesn't have any, any drive. I know that's a stereotype, but I think there's some truth to it. So, well, good for you, Cyrus. You've done good. You've done real good. Uh, talk about pot. This poor guy smoked a ton of pot. I miss Tom Petty, but he died of a drug overdose accidentally. Just say no to drugs, kids. Just say no.